7 on a uh, pretty steamy Wednesday. Welcome to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. We got you for the next three hours covered with news, weather, traffic, top local stories, big breaking news, and we'll try to put a smile on your face. I know you're not smiling down on the south side. We got a traffic red alert. Uh, the nation's best traffic team is going to get you caught up to date on that in under six minutes. Big show today, Deborah Green. Big show. Tom Regan from Channel 2 is going to join us about the another National Guard, Georgia National Guard deployment. This one, not to Georgia hospitals. Greg Bluestein from the AJC going to talk to us uh, about some Georgia politics that have bubbled up. And uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the wildfires out west, but my favorite place on the planet, or top five, is Lake Tahoe. Have you ever been to Tahoe, Chuck, in your travels? With I have. Erickson? Probably the most beautiful thing I've ever seen is Lake Tahoe. It's gorgeous. And the area where I go is basically about to burn down. It's crazy. So Steve Futterman is going to join us from CBS Radio News uh, in the 5 o'clock hour. And it's it's Wednesday. We're going to do match game. We're going to have Johnny Kilbasa. It's going to be fun. Uh, first off, though, before the show today, we all came in, and it was picture day here at WSB Radio. So we got to take uh, class pictures. Uh, I think every show has had them done. The the doctrinaires got theirs last week, and then today was the evening news, uh, our show, and I think word on the streets get him done or whatever. Um, it just reminded me of what a big deal deal it was in school on picture day oh man and i remember and and i i refer to my beloved mother many times on the show i don't think she's ever been more mad at me than in third grade when i forgot to tell her when picture day was because that's a big deal oh, parents yeah, want to yeah, make sure you, you got to get your hair cut haircut yeah. the right outfit mm -hmm. blah 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 and you know me now as an adult how scatterbrained I am, Deborah. right? You always have to remind me to do stuff. Imagine me in third grade, not knowing when, and I totally forgot to tell my mom when picture day was, and I show up and it was picture day, and I'm wearing like a New York Giants t-shirt, you know, <laughs> I've got this freaking cowlick haircut, whatever, and my mom was so mad at me, so mad at me that I, I neglected to tell her, and she, you know, I guess I'm not a parent, but as a parent, Longoria, you know, especially when they do the class picture and there's kids in my class wearing a shirt and tie and you yeah, know, yeah, nice. Yeah. And then there's me in a New York Giants t-shirt. <laughs> I was just going to say, what t-shirt were you wearing? New York Giants. And the level of embarrassment, right? Yeah, As a yeah, parent, you, yeah. you know, the individual picture, whatever you deal with it, you just don't buy any of those. Right. right but you're right. in that class picture. You're immortalized forever in that class picture. And it's like, oh, look how nice Susie dressed up. Oh, Frank dressed up so nice, he's wearing a sweater. And then, like, who's the kid in the giant T-shirt? <laughs> and they're judging your parents, too, not you. Exactly like, why didn't she make right. him wear something So nice? I yeah, get sure. why my What's mom nice? was furious. But the ironic thing is, third grade was, uh, was right before my nose started to outgrow my face. So I had the normal nose in third grade. Mm -hmm. And so that picture, my mom's like, all right, we got to order these anyway, because, you know, yeah, your yeah. face. Next is year, it's going to be all it's going, it's going south. <laughs> exactly right. Next year, you're going to look like Adam Sandler. Yeah. So right now, <laughs> and so she actually had to order those. You know, you could buy the sheet of the, right, the wallet right. ones or whatever. But I think in the history of my uh, my mom being my mom, 47 years, that might have been the maddest she was ever when I forgot to tell her. Is that when she beat you with the ice cream scooper? Ice cream scooper. Oh, yeah. That was that might have been the first time that she pulled out yeah. the metal ice cream scooper and started whacking me with it. Yeah. I'm assuming 
the, does that still go on? I know COVID times and, and pandemic and everything, but do they still have picture days at school? Oh, yeah. They just recently yeah. had, the girls just recently had theirs uh, two weeks ago, a week, a week to go. And have we cut? Have we uh, come to the point in 2021 where the school lets the parents know and they don't rely yeah, on? They email yeah, us. they, they, yeah, they email us message. and tell us and, and yeah. remind us like, hey, today's picture day this morning, like but in I, the morning before you even get up. Like in 1979, yeah, they weren't going to call everyone. Right, no. And they were mailing a letter. So it was, you know, basically either they send a, a Xerox sheet home with the kid or they just tell the kid, hey, tomorrow, you know, pictures day is next Wednesday, blah, right, blah, blah. Right. Do you feel that pressure as parents to make sure your kids look tip top for, for picture day? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but you know, the girls are really into dressing up right now. So they take, you know, they're, they are going to, they end. are going to remind us like multiple yeah. times that well, I got to get my, my hair has got to be done. I got to do this. I Understood. Do that, so. Now, Chuck, growing up in, in Whitefish, Montana, did, I mean, did you even have enough kids for a class picture? Yeah. Was, was it just a, like it was three a, of us? Yeah, it was a small class picture. <laughs> it was like what we just did, the four yeah, of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all we, grades or is it separated uh, by grades? Sometimes it was all grades, you know, first through sixth. They just put everybody in a room and took yeah. a picture. Yeah. My mom got mad one year, though. I was way into Miami Vice, and I and I oh, switched no. my shirt, and I wore a uh, very pink, very, oh. very loud pink uh, polo, but I got my hair wet, slicked it over. Oh. And then I popped my collar. I'll find it. My mom, to this day, is more to, She oh, was like, "What?" Great. She was. I'm picturing, so mad at me. I'm picturing you wearing that in Whitefish, Montana. Yeah. How did did you not get your butt kicked every day till summer? No, a, a, a bunch of my friends. We all got into Miami Vice because okay. all of our dads watched it. Gotcha. And I wasn't the only one. And all I'll right. be honest, I kind of succumbed to some peer pressure. But I did sneak that pink shirt in my bag to school. Oh, she was pissed. We need that picture. Uh, so I posted on Twitter and, and Facebook. That I couldn't find my third grade class picture with uh, me wearing the Giants shirt, but I found my fifth grade one. And you see everyone. I mean, granted, this is a uh, you know. Uh, eons ago, Deborah. But everyone, like all the guys, are wearing collared shirts with a sweater. sweater vest. One guy's wearing a tie, turtleneck sweater. This guy's got one of those cowboy ties. A bolero. Yeah, uh, and and this guy right here wearing a sweatshirt. Right, Ron Dallavalley. The the ironic thing about this is that his parents were the town photographers. Oh, really? And they let him go wearing a hoodie. Into the like, I can't. I could never figure that out. That they they knew they they were booked for the gig, and they let Ron Dal Valley leave, leave the house in that. You see everyone, how nice everyone's dressed, and then I show up in a T-shirt. My mom was mortified, absolutely mortified. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. As as a as a uh, a girl growing up in Wisconsin. Picture day, a big deal in, in Wisconsin and for a girl? Um, I mean, definitely for a girl. All the girls would get together and you'd swap lip glosses and make sure you had your nail polish and stuff like Even though it never really came out in the picture. Um, for the guys. <laughs> even it, in like grade school? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. For It was funny for the guys, you know, like 90% of them would wear their Boy Scout uniforms because it was a farming community. And that and was like the nicest yeah. thing that oh, they also had. That. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, it was like you're clean overalls. So. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I wonder, there's got to be, I've got to have a picture of that of me and the Giants t-shirt somewhere laying around. So I'll, I'll look for that. Chuck will look for the uh, hot pink shirt. Uh, Sharon kicks us off in uh, Lawrenceville. Sharon, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. Great. Um, I loved my unplanned third grade picture, but I hated my unplanned fifth grade picture. You know, I forgot to tell my mom oh, yeah. both times. <clears throat> I was in England in 1958 going to an Air Force school, and I went to school with 
a fairly normal hairstyle, pigtails. <clears throat> and for the picture, I'm in pigtails, and I've got some hair that's escaped loose on my forehead. But I love it. It was flattering, and that's how I looked. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But was Mom happy, though, or no? Uh, well, I think she was okay with it. In fifth grade, I was back in the States, and I forgot it was picture day. So some, I was fifth grade. Some eighth grade girls said, oh, they'd fix my hair. So they twirled it and messed with it, and I was flattered. Oh, no. But I looked awful. Oh, no. Had, yeah. I had all these little weird ringlets in my hair. There's one thing I've learned in, in my 47 years is don't trust your hair to anyone but professionals. I remember in college having buddies of mine cut my hair, like use the razor. It, it's, it never turns out well. Absolutely trust. You, you need professionals when it comes to hair care. Uh, Mark in Stockbridge. Mark, welcome to the program, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, the one picture day I remember, actually it was senior, uh, our senior picture. They did one of these big panoramic where they put the whole class lined up and the camera. Yeah, yeah, up. I remember doing those. Okay. Well, me and uh, two other friends, we had our pictures uh, three times on that same picture. Oh, you did the thing where you ran behind the camera? Yeah, we ran behind, we ran behind stood in the middle, and then ran to the other side. We, tr the camera. we tried to so do we that, but we were too slow. We were too fat and slow. Yeah, we, we, we got it done. Oh, I couldn't do it today, but, uh, you know, back then, that was great. Yeah. So anyway, that was my big picture. Story. Those old panorama, I mean, that, that was the height of technology, the invention of the panoramic photo. Mm -hmm. And you could run, you, you start on the left, and then they start taking the picture, and you run behind the camera and get over to the right side. We could never pull it off. Too slow, too fat, too husky. Husky, go, husky, husky is what we were, yeah. Wes in Douglasville. Wes, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What up, Bananas? How you doing? How are you, brother? So I have a horrible uh, picture day story. My, uh, my fourth grade picture in elementary school, I was all dressed up, kept my hair good all day, take the picture, comes in, month later, I got a big piece of food in my teeth. And it, so, it shows up in the picture? Shows up in the picture. I still have them at home. What did you have? A chicken wing? Like what? What? What kind of a food uh, is big enough to show up in a picture like that? It was some big brown piece right in the very front. Big cheesing with a piece of food in my teeth. Wow! So, you know, that's life. That is life. That, thanks for the call, brother. That's again one of the reasons why I love wearing masks. I can't. No one can tell if I've got a, cat, a bat in a cave. Anything stuck in my teeth. Uh, breaking sports news here, Longoria, from D. Orlando Ledbetter from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, Arthur Blank says Atlanta is to bid for the 2028 Super Bowl. Nice. How about that? Yeah, we'll continue to monitor that situation. We got a lot of local news to get you caught up to date. Updates, of course, at the bottom and top of every hour and traffic updates every six minutes. We'll, we'll talk picture day for a little bit more. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB. Entertaining, local, plugged in. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. 426, 84-ish degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 7 in the p.m. Picture day here at WSB Radio. Uh, they'll be popping up soon, right? Jesse's going to send us over. And, yeah, a couple days. We'll yeah, get we'll have a couple. Unlike when we were kids, it was like you, you take them on in January and get them back in April or May. Things actually have improved in that uh, point. Uh, Jesse joins us on the show, or Jess or Jeff, or 
whatever yeah, your name Jeff. is. Hey, Jeff, what's yeah. up, buddy? <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, mom, moms are always devastated when they notice that the teacher combed your hair the wrong way. Oh. And, I mean, I, I wore a bowl haircut, so she went ahead and slicked it down and combed it to one side. And then she noticed the shirt. And she says, where did that shirt even come from? And I said, well, Grandpa found it in the dump. He gave it to me. Oh, my goodness. And, and it was an Alvin Lee shirt. Yep. And What's an Alvin Lee shirt? Well, Alvin Lee sang, I'd love to change the world. Okay. You know, and, and so it was a concert shirt from like 1972. Oh, so my I'm, God. Mom not happy so, about this. Yeah. I didn't even know who Alvin Lee was. And, and actually until about two or three years ago when I said, I'm going to look it up and see who the hell that guy is. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think teachers get away with that these days. Like, oh, I'm going to comb your hair. I'm going to jam. Yeah, gonna... there's so many rules. Now yeah, they exactly. They teachers like, all right, whatever you got is what you got. Yep. Ken's up next on the Mark Am Show. Hey, Ken. Hey, Mark, how are you? Excellent, brother. What's cooking? I am cruising on 285 and something popped into my head. I remember when I was going to high school my freshman year. I had to be there for the first photo, you know, of your high school, whatever. And I had no warning. So I showed up in a T-shirt. My hair was a mess. It was just probably the worst picture. And I had my, you know, ugly glasses on and stuff. Well, the worst part was is when the photo album finally came out, they used my picture four other times on four different people besides <laughs> me. That's so fantastic. all of these people, yeah, all of these people hunted me down and go, why is your picture in my place? That's and I was hilarious. Like, I don't know. So I have a I similar have story, idea. but in my high school yearbook, uh, that, that's like, that might be the most important picture of your scholastic career, right? And whatever happened in the yearbook, there were like four kids that they lost their pictures. So they, they gave us the yearbook and there was just like a blank, like whatever the guy's name was, uh, Matt friend. Was it like a silhouette? Yeah. Like no, a, like it was silhouette. just like a blank spot, oh, okay. Matt friend. And like three months later, they mail us out stickers of the kids to, <laughs> to stick into, I, I might still have my, my <laughs> yearbook funny. here. It's freaking hilarious. I remember one of the kids, Matt friend, Poor guy. They but lost you know, They were the only ones that probably put it in there. You weren't going to take the time to I, put no, his, I think I did. I think his I, picture in there. Yeah, I think I stuck his picture in there. I don't know. Uh, picture day conversation uh, here at WSB Radio. When we come back, more of your calls, plus Tom Regan from Channel 2, more of our brave Georgia National Guards men and women are heading out of state. We'll tell you where when and why after news weather and traffic 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK this is the Mark Aram Show this is Henry Winkler how are you and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show how lucky are you 4.38.22 in front of 5 o'clock. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Chris Chandler just providing the news there. I noticed you, my friend, are wearing a collared shirt for picture day. I am. Ray, I even took it in for the picture. It only it only lasted about 10 minutes. So you did one with the uh, afternoon news crew. That's right. Um, I was told, so I was asked, like, hey, uh, do you want, I, I asked, I said, hey, should Chris Chandler be in the picture with Atlanta's News to talk with Mark Aram? So you were, of course, told absolutely not. No. Oh. Uh, they were like, well, I'll ask uh, the person I said, well, I'll ask Chris and see if he wants to be in it. Mm -hmm. 
So apparently you shot us down. You didn't want to be nobody, associated with the riffraff. Nobody asked me anything like that. But thankfully, Deborah Green. Yes. I'm on it. <laughs> she is a Photoshop expert. All right, so very good. you will be in. She, Wonderful. And we're going to throw Sanjay in there perhaps at, at some sure. point. Sure, yeah, why indeed. not? But you look fantastic. Thank you very way. much. There you go. One and by the way, I, <laughs> last, when were you filling in for the morning news? Uh, a couple, couple of weeks, weeks ago, I was wearing a, a, a real, like, really expensive hand tailored shirt for TV, and Chris Chandler was like, "Oh, I love that shirt." I'm like, "Well, in two weeks, it's you yours. can have it." So I got it back from the dry cleaner, and I'll bring it tomorrow. For you. <laughs> oh, sweet! I'm giving away all my TV clothes. You know who might want some of my custom made fancy TV shirts? Tom Regan from Channel Two Action News joins us. <laughs> Tom, you need any uh, shirts custom fitted to my uh, my husky body? Uh, you know, I'll pass on that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, no, no, no. They, they all look good. Yeah, sure. I'll take one. All right. Yeah. Go I mean, I, I've got 300 these, ties these and days, like 50 shirts to well, get rid of. I know. But these days, you know, ever since the pandemic began, all we have to wear now is polo shirts. No one's expecting us to be in That's ties true. or jackets That's true. anymore, which I kind of like. You know? Indeed. Well, you're obviously you're out right now covering a story. Uh, the Georgia National Guard, we know, was deployed to uh, Georgia hospitals to help evade. Uh, help with the COVID impact there. But now uh, some 300-some Georgia troops are leaving the state. Where where are they headed, Tom? Yeah, Mike, these Georgia National Guard members have been so busy over the last year. They're actually headed to uh, storm-ravaged Louisiana. They're heading down to the coastal Louisiana, the area hit by Hurricane Ida on Sunday, just to help out in the massive relief effort down there. Um, They're going to be starting out in New Orleans, and depending on where, what location the need is greatest, they're going to head out there. Uh, the um, adjutant general told me that the main mission they're going to be is clearing roads. I mean, that's a huge problem down there. You know, trees and debris on roads, blocking roads, blocking power crews, you know, from going in and restoring power to nearly a million people that are still without power. I can't imagine what those folks are going through. Uh, in the stifling, uh, humid temperatures down there. So they're going to start with that. They're also going to help uh, provide security to prevent looting at uh, homes and businesses in neighborhoods that were decimated uh, by the hurricane. They're going to be basically standing guard so people can't go in there uh, and steal stuff. So they're really going to have their hands full. They're going to be there they expect about two weeks, but it might be even longer, depending on the need. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they have a, a tough job uh, cut out for them, but, you know, they are needed. I mean, you've seen the pictures. It's just absolutely staggering the amount of destruction in coastal Louisiana. Hundreds and hundreds of homes and businesses basically wiped out by this monster hurricane. Tom Regan from Channel 2 Action News joining us on the Mark Aram Show. I'm very happy that we're helping our, our neighbors to the to the south and west of us. Um, do we know, Tom, do you know, are, are the guardsmen and women on their own as far as lodging is concerned? Is it is it like what we saw in the Capitol, you remember, when all the guardsmen were, were sleeping in the in the Capitol building? Do they have a place to stay, and or, or what, what are the accommodations going to be like? Well, you know, I was so naive. I said, what hotel are you guys going to be staying in? They said, no, we don't stay in hotels. I mean, they're going to they're gonna probably be staying in a barracks facility down in that area. They're, they could be in a gymnasium. It uh, could be in some kind of assembly hall. They're basically going to go in there and set up their cots and, uh, and stay there uh, while they work out in the streets. Um, so the, the accommodations are, are pretty basic for these National Guard members, you know. And, and all, a lot of these folks, as you know, they have second jobs. They, they do this out of the kindness of their hearts and their willingness to serve. 
I talked to this one guy, a funny story. I talked to this one guy who works at a General Mills cereal um, manufacturing business out in, uh, I think it was in Covington. He actually makes uh, Lucky Charms and Count Chocula. And, for, for a living. Yeah. That's his main job. <laughs> for his living, yeah. yeah. He's the, the, the Count Chocula technician. And um, his business, General Mills, they're letting him off for two weeks. He told me that one point when he was doing service for the National Guard, they let him go for uh, eight months. And he was fully paid. So That's you've got to be grateful to these many businesses that respect the important service that, that these Guard members are doing for their community in the state. Indeed. Uh, Tom Regan, appreciate you. Uh, we'll watch you on Channel 2 Action News with this update. Again, 350 uh, Georgia National Guards, men and women, heading to Louisiana to, to help out with the Hurricane Ida cleanup. And, uh, and really good for them. And as you mentioned, Tom, good for the employers letting them go. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Great talking to you. You too, Tom. Tom Regan there from Channel 2. If you want to help out, folks, by the way, uh, we urge you to go to redcross.org, call 1-800-RED-CROSS, or text the word IDA to 90999 to make a $10 donation. Text the word IDA to 90999 to make a $10 donation. And while you're texting, Chuck, what's the what's the text to get the recipes from Eric? Do we know that? I, I don't know. All right. I mean, if Recipe. people are in a texting mood, donate. Uh, I think you got to text like recipe to three three seven seven seven. There you like go. That. There you go. Try it. See what happens. All right. <laughs> Told you about the breaking news from the AJC that uh, Atlanta's looking for the twenty twenty eight Super Bowl bid. And uh, breaking news, sad breaking news. We we mentioned them yesterday on the show, I believe. Uh, Nini leaks. Uh, Nene. Nini. 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 Nini leaks. Her husband Greg uh, succumbed to uh, colon cancer. Uh, way too young to go, so uh, sad news there. Uh, Chris Chandler is going to have the latest on the breaking news for you in about 15 minutes. In the meantime, picture day at WSB. Scott joins us on the show. What's going on, Scott? Hey, Mark. Uh, good to talk to you, man. Likewise, brother. What's enjoy, cooking? And, and, and enjoy the show. So I had a hand-me-down shirt from my older brother back in the early 70s, and um, my mom always bought us identical Shirts for some reason. I don't know. Maybe that was a thing back then. Oh, 100% it was. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Identical baseball mitts. Everything was the same. So my second grade picture and my third grade picture had the exact same shirt that was handed (laughs) down. (laughs) That's hilarious. It was handed down. And uh, and now it did have a collar, so that's good. Yeah. But I think it's the second, my second and third are identical shirts, but they're two different sizes. That's fantastic. I lived the only only good clothes I had growing up were hand-me-downs, like the nice clothes. I had two rich cousins that were three and six years older, and they would, they lived in Florida and they would ship up the hand-me-downs. So if I had like a nice IZOD polo shirt, that was a hand-me-down. The Giants t-shirt that I wore in third grade picture day, that was not a hand-me-down. That was, uh, hand-me-downs are still a thing, right? They gotta be. You'd be dumb not 100%. to use hand-me-downs. Yeah, yeah, your girls, right? Yeah, he's on the yeah, phone. Oh, 100%. Longoria's getting chewed out by somebody, I can tell. Michael's in Kennesaw. Michael, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing today? Excellent. What's cooking, buddy? Well, as far as uh, school pictures are concerned, I... I have a uh, granddaughter who's 13. She'll be 14 this month. My mother gave me a picture of her, a school picture of her about six months ago. And I had no idea who it was. Why? And I said, I said, why is my mom giving me a picture of this young woman? And I asked her about it. And she said, that's your granddaughter. And I thought, no way. I mean, she looked. 
20, 21 years old. Oh, so the way the kids are dressing these days, you're saying that. Well, that, but her school picture, I mean, she looks so much older now. Yeah. And, uh. But is now, so do, do they email it these days or do you actually get a physical picture? No, I got a physical picture. Oh, good for that. I remember we used to get, and you used to go to like Sears or something and get those <laughs> yeah, taken. What did you say we were at? We were taking the picture. You said it felt like. Oh, Olin Mills. Olin Mills. Yeah. And you could order like 12 wallet size and then whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is Jesse going to let us order wallet sizes of those? With that would be I can easily Photoshop that. I want wallet side pictures of me and the bananas <laughs> to give out. That'd be fantastic. That'd be cool. Uh, 404-872-0750. Busy news day. We got you covered. News, weather, traffic. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. <laughs> Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Arum. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour is sponsored by Comcast Business. Hey, Alex, have you heard from traffic trooper Bronzino? No. Today? By the way, if you missed the end of last uh, night's show, Alex Williams did not know that food. Bronzino was the food. I did a consensus, and a lot of other people didn't know it either. All right, well, now you know. Now you're <laughs> up on, on the See, there you there go. You go. Uh, Luke joins us in Fayetteville, Georgia. Luke, what's going on, brother? Oh, not too much, not too much. I can't remember exactly what I told my buddy in second grade, but uh, my folks really didn't care about keeping the pictures. Uh, we never bought them, but I guess I told them about how you know poor and uh, not wealthy we were and when picture package arrived his mom he had felt bad for me he told his mom his mom had actually purchased us a, a packet sent it home with us so all the wallets eight by tens all that nice stuff my parents were so embarrassed they loaded me up the pictures drove me over to my friend's house made me apologize to their parents for you know, complaining about how poor we were, and uh, I knew never to talk about family uh, uh, finances again. Did they get to keep, did your parents keep the pictures? No, no, no. I had to give them back, apologize. That, uh, that, I, I totally that, lady, that, that mom didn't want 50 pictures of you, though. That was kind of a waste, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> like, I, I mean, if that happened, and, and that very well it could have happened when I was a kid, my mom would have baked him a cheesecake or something and brought it over and said thank you. But kept the pictures. I mean, I mean, the the woman's like, "What am I going to do with these fifty pictures of Luke now?" <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that was the uh, brother. You know, that was the good son later on in life. I guess. There you go. Well, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, don't talk about your finances, kids. Uh, your parents' finances, <laughs> yeah. at least until you're an adult and have a radio show, and then you could talk <laughs> you about can your talk parents' about finances it, yeah. all you want. Kevin is in Athens, Georgia. Kevin, what's going on? Hey, Mark, how's it going, man? Excellent. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, I got. You'll you'll enjoy this story. So I was fourth grade uh, the day before uh, pitcher day. My brother and I were sitting there playing baseball in the back and we were using a real baseball. Um, and my brother told me to throw the ball to him as fast as I could. So uh, my dad just showed me how to do a Phil Nicholson uh, knuckleball. Also so a I Phil Necro knuckleball. Phil Necro. Yeah, Phil, yeah, yeah. Phil Necro. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I throw it to him. He jacks it. He's a monster. He jacks it at me. It hits me right in the eyeball. Oh no! The day I, before I picture had day. Stitch, I had yeah. The day before <laughs> picture day, I had the stitches on my eye. So the next day, my mom like tries to put makeup on me and says, "You know, you got to wear this makeup, makeup until you get the pictures done." <laughs> yeah. So I get halfway to school and I start rubbing off the makeup. I'm like, I, "There's no way. I'm embarrassed to even yeah, be yeah. wearing this makeup." So I get to school. My uh, teacher, he's a man, 
he sits there and looks at me and goes, oh, this is going to be good. So he ends up putting me in front, puts a sign right in front of me to where it says what teacher it is. And takes and he makes me like hold the sign. You're front and center of the picture. If that if, if kids show up these days with uh, an injury like that, <laughs> the school's calling defects, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah. absolutely. Someone's showing the up. The Longoria's are getting a visit from the state. <laughs> uh, we'll come back with more of your calls. Plus, Greg Bluestein from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. to the show and a good Thursday evening to you. It is Wednesday. Also known as Wednesday. <laughs> evening to you. I'm fine. I'll be fine. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Thankfully, Deborah Green, the executive producer, is here to tell me what day it is. Picture day. It threw me off. I had to shave before the pictures. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. You, do, you look normal now. I look normal. I don't look... Ho- Shelly Winter said I looked homeless. You were starting to look a little, you needed to clean it up. Yeah, you know, and I went that. home and I told Maya, I'm like, Shelly said I looked homeless. She goes, he's right. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take Maya to recommend that you shave. Oh, yeah. She's like, you're shaving before the wedding. I'm like, well, obviously. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, before the wedding. But I had to shave before picture day day. Anyway, long, uh, Deborah Green, Longoria, and Low T. Chuck oh, screening oh, your calls. Coming up in one hour because it's Wednesday. Not Thursday. We're going to play Millennial Match Game. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Uh, Want to dip in, uh, our toes into Georgia politics because uh, there's no slow season, apparently, when it comes to politics in Georgia. Joining us live from the Atlanta Journal and Constitution, our buddy Greg Bluestein. How are you, Greg? I'm great, but I'm still weepy over Turnbull's column around about you. So oh, I'm, wasn't I'm that so sweet? That. It was great. It was yeah. awesome. I'm not going to lie to you, Greg. The, the bane of my existence when I was doing that split shift and the gridlock guy was coming up with a new uh, traffic column every week for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It was so demanding and trying. I was happy to let Doug uh, take over the gridlock guy column. Well, we never would have noticed reading your column. So. <laughs> oh, thank you, buddy. Uh, speaking of the uh, print edition of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, uh, obviously a lot of uh, ink being spilled at the AJC on the Georgia Senate race. Uh, Herschel Walker's big announcement that you broke here on the show. Uh, and now his uh, his opponents, or at least one opponent, is is kind of uh, taking some sh- some shots at the uh, former Georgia Bulldog. Yeah, that would be Agriculture Commissioner Gary Black, a three-term Agriculture Commissioner, um, with a lot of support, especially up in North Georgia. And he held a big event last night that got a few hundred people and a lot of uh, sort of political stars from that area. Doug Collins, who ran for Senate, last year was there and said, look, I don't care who else is in the race. I'm endorsing Gary Black. It was, it was quite the moment. That is quite the moment because obviously this is a, I mean, the nation's going to be focused on this race. Uh, whoever wins the Republican primary is going to go up against Senator Raphael Warnock. Um, have we seen any movement, any, any additions or subtractions to the race since uh, the former running back announced that he has uh, thrown his hat in the ring? Yeah, look, everyone, everyone kind of concedes that, that Herschel Walker is now the front runner. He's now the biggest name in this race. He's the, he's the guy to beat. Uh, but we don't know how he's, he's going to be as a candidate. So all the, the three other rivals to him, that would be, other than Gary Black, Latham Sadler, a former Navy SEAL, and Kelvin King, a construction executive, all of them are staying in the race because they're just not sure how this will go. And there's a chance that Herschel Walker falls flat, and there's a, there's a chance he, he, he wins this race uh, hands down. Uh, but they, they, they want to see how this plays out. There was a picture I saw on social media that combined both the Georgia Senate race and the Georgia governor race. I think uh, Low T. Chuck actually sent me the picture. Herschel Walker and Vernon Jones. Uh, 
Tell me the backstory on this picture, and are these endorsements of each other? What's going on with them? Oh, this is kind of hilarious because Vernon Jones, who's the party-switching former Democrat, now Republican, who's trying to run to Brian Kemp's right, um, he tweeted a picture of himself and, and, and Herschel Walker basically saying they were a team. Well, Herschel Walker's campaign went out very strongly and said, this is not an endorsement. We're not actually endorsing anyone. And then I was told by someone close to Herschel Walker that, that, that Vernon Jones actually ambushed him, in their words, at the uh, Chops in Buckhead. <laughs> so, oh, well, at least uh, they were at a good restaurant. Not, That's good. Yeah, <laughs> at least it was a fancy steakhouse. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Greg Bluestein from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Finally, Greg, speaking of endorsements, uh, do we expect any soon in the, uh, in, in the uh, GOP Senate race? And, and whose endorsement could move the needle, maybe? Yeah, I mean, everyone expects Donald Trump to to endorse Herschel Walker pretty soon. And, and that comes as no surprise because Donald Trump is the one the former president has urged Herschel Walker to get in since yeesh, uh, earlier this spring. It's been months where he said nothing but nice things about Herschel Walker's potential candidacy. So once he does, and it won't be a huge shock when he does, but once he does, um, you know, that together with Herschel Walker's celebrity has helped put him uh, atop the uh, the early polls in this race. Back to Gregory Bluestein from the uh, AJC on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, so obviously the President Trump endorsement of Herschel Walker, we expect that, and obviously it will definitely move the needle. Um, are there any other heavyweights locally? Uh, a Nathan Deal, a Sonny Perdue, someone that has the gravitas uh, on the right side of the aisle that could could uh, throw a, um, a a suggestion to the voters out there or give an endorsement of a candidate? Yeah, that's a great question, because former Governor Deal actually did endorse Gary Black a few weeks ago. He was out last night reminding Gary Black supporters of why he endorsed him. He said that he has the deep roots in rural Georgia and has a connection with the voters that didn't mention Herschel Walker, but was the implication was the connection with voters that, that Herschel Walker just didn't have. But we're also seeing a number of leading politicians kind of stay on the sidelines. They're, they're going to wait this thing out. Governor Brian Kemp is one of them. He is not, he's not opining about who should be the, the, the Senate nominee quite yet. Interesting, interesting. All right, and just for, for the candidates that are listening, um, no one had heard of Marjorie Taylor Greene before she started uh, advertising on the Mark Aram show. So this show is a king and queen maker. So if you want to make a splash in the governor race, in the Senate race, the Congress, whatever you want, just uh, call the WSB sales team and say, I want to be on Atlanta's News and talk with Mark Aram because we can get you elected like we did uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Was that a good pitch, Greg? Was go. that all right? And, and pay your salary, so there you go. Yeah, indeed. Greg, thanks for the uh, great insight. Always a pleasure, buddy. Have a great uh, Wednesday evening. It's Wednesday. You too. <laughs> All right, there you go. Greg Bluestein from the Atlanta Journal and Constance. It's true, though, right? I remember when Marjorie Taylor Greene, I had never heard of her. Even our political advisor, uh, analyst, Charles Thomas III no from The Revenant, we are like, who is this lady advertising on our show with the you know these crazy commercials? And bam, the, the she listen. Won? She won. So, and that, that wasn't an endorsement. I don't get to choose who advertises, but we obviously make kings and queens here politically on the Mark Aram Show. So if you are a candidate, Vernon Jones, perhaps, you got some money to spend, check out uh, WSBradio.com, click on the ad tab there and get in touch with uh, Tracy Roberts or Dave Cohen or David Danzig or young Jared Rosenberg, who's going to play uh, Millennial Match Game and, and we'll get you elected. Uh, Carl's been hanging on way too long. Carl, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks very much. Yeah, I'm doing well. And, and a shout out to the National Guard for going over to Louisiana. Right. There's nothing worse than having a flooded home. It took us nine months to rebuild one we had. 
But uh, picture day, this is not really picture day, but it is sort of the uh, yearbook, high school yearbook was going around to the different clubs and taking photographs. And they said, where's the electronics club? So my brother grabbed four or five of his friends um, and uh, they stood in a line. And, and the first and only meeting in the electronics club was to get their photograph made for the <laughs> yearbook. I love that. So they just invented a club just to get on in the, uh, in the yearbook. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I, yeah, I got to check my desk because I got to, I'm pretty sure I have, because my yearbook is such, you know, fodder for talk show material. I'm going to check in the break here and, uh, and and try to find my yearbook. I was in a bunch of those group pictures. Italian club, baseball team, football team, model UN, school newspaper. I was class comedian, Longoria. I don't know if you knew that. Not class clown. Yeah. Class comedian, indeed. Uh, Oh, my God. There's a commercial that has um, burrowed burrowed itself into my brain, and I can't stop uh, thinking about it and singing it. And uh, I wonder if I'm the only one. I'll I'll tell you about it when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. We're listening to Mark Aram, and we know we're going to have a good time. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business. As I thought, I found uh, my high school yearbook on my desk there, and uh, I tweeted out a picture. It was two kids that uh, the yearbook staff forgot about and weren't in our yearbook. Um, Matt Friend and uh, Ken Nicholson. Um, who we nicknamed Sweet Pickles for some reason. I don't. I didn't give him that nickname, but his nickname Sweet was Pickles? Sweet Pickles. And we had to put uh, in the summer. They we got a, an envelope with two stickers of their pictures, and we I stuck them in the yearbook. Uh, Sweet Pickles wasn't. I couldn't find a slot for him, so we kind of like put them in sideways. Um, was he labeled in there as Sweet Pickles? No, like, no. You know, Fred Sweet Pickles Jones. Or well, I mean, if he if they had a full thing for him like the rest of us did, uh, it would have given him a nickname. But he just just that sticker. Uh, I want a nickname. Sweet Pickle. Fred Sweet Pickles Jones. <laughs> God, that's great. Uh, yeah. So there you go. I feel bad. We should we, we should try to book Sweet Pickles on the show, Deborah Green. If you can if you can find, I don't believe I ever said a word to him in high school. He might not know who I am, but I'll have to look through your um, Facebook and see the Ken, connections yeah, or yeah. something like that. Ken Sweet Pickles Nicholson. <laughs> uh, Lisa joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Mark Aram. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm I'm blessed. Indeed. What's uh, going on? I have, You may think I'm crazy, but I couldn't get through to you yesterday. So, how to tell... If a month has 30 or 31 days, all you got to do is count on your knuckles. Yeah, people try to explain that knuckle thing to me, but I'm very slow. I'm, I'm not a quick learner. Oh, oh my goodness. My teacher told me that, <laughs> and it is the best thing ever. Did you ever hear the phrase, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Oh, yes, you can. I'm the old dog. And okay, that, and go to the bottom <laughs> of your fingers. All right, yeah, I'm at the bottom okay. of my fingers, yes. January, count on <laughs> the top part of your knuckles, the bottom of your fingers. Okay. January. Gotcha. February, in between your knuckles. <laughs> yes. Then the next knuckle is March. And then, And then the next hole is April. 
and then the next hole is April. All right, I think but, I got it now. But what about what about, yeah. a, what about a leap year? What do we do on a leap year? Do I have to use my big toe? Well, no, it falls in between January, February, March, April, April May, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I am going to create a song because as, as ingenious as the knuckle game is, uh, Longoria used to play that game in Texas, the knuckle game. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a new song so kids can know what days, what months have how many days in them. I've got, I got you covered, Lisa. Don't worry. Uh, when we come back, Wildfires continue to ravage the West, impacting one of my favorite places on the planet, Lake Tahoe. Steve Futterman from CBS Radio News will join us next. And your calls, 404-872-0751-800, WSB Talk. Hi, everybody. This is Zoe Saldana, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 539, 85 degrees on Peachtree Street, and... We'll go on an eight on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. It was a little sweaty coming in today. Plus, we were I was dressed up. I'm wearing long pants. The first time in since winter uh, on the radio show, I'm not wearing shorts because of picture day today at WSB. Everyone looked good. I can't wait for these pictures to be out there. And Deborah to use her Photoshop magic. Uh, we're going to get back to your calls in just a second. But I've been, uh, I've been concerned. I would say overly concerned, but concerned about the wildfires out west and trying to get you updates uh, as often as we can. And I saw stunning images this morning on the TV of the fires engulfing one of my favorite places on the planet. That'd be Lake Tahoe. Joining us live from CBS Radio News correspondent Steve Futterman. Steve, thanks for coming on. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Some good news, I can tell you. The winds that we expected today, which were going to be much stronger uh, than, than have actually happened. So the fire crews are getting some bit of a break from Mother Nature. They, they are still having gusty winds, but just not as strong as they feared today. This was going to be the last critical day, at least for the moment. Certainly not out of the danger if they get by today without any major damage, but uh, uh, certainly a sigh of relief, at least right now. Everyone knows conditions can change, but right now they're, they're, they're looking okay, at least for the next 12 to 24 hours. Loyal listeners of the show know I am uh, geographically challenged, Steve. So I, <laughs> I, I really, you have to have like a kid's map in front of me and point and say, here's where the fires are, here's where the fires are. I didn't think they were anywhere close to Tahoe near the California-Nevada line. Where are the fires raging now, just to give the listeners an idea? Well, they are moving towards South Lake Tahoe, which is primarily the main vacation destination part of the lake. The lake, obviously, is a vast lake. It has a a lot of shoreline all around of it. Uh, But... This is the main area that's been developed. When you go to Lake Tahoe to, to have a, you know, a nice vacation, this is the area you will likely go to. Lots of casinos, so it's in Nevada, also in California. It's right on the border, so uh, you have lots of activity there. This is the uh, city that was basically told to you know, g- leave the other day, around 20,000 people. It has a population of 22,000. Most of the people left. There was a massive overnight traffic jam. They have a two-lane highway that goes into town. So uh, for parts of that uh, highway, they, they made it into a one-way uh, exit. Uh, but most of the people got out. Again, the last 24 hours have been very critical. 
Fire crews have been battling the fire on the ground from the air. Lots of air drops when they can, but sometimes the smoke is so dense they can't even make those drops. CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman joining us on the Mark Aram Show. That's the area of Tahoe that I'm familiar with, the casinos, the lake. I mean, just absolutely stunning beauty there. And I'm concerned about, you know, the houses that I've stayed at there, the the buildings, the, the restaurants. Um, you know, law, do, do the authorities think that we could see some tremendous damage to that very popular tourist area? Well, certainly the other day they did. Again, you have to anticipate uh, worst-case scenarios. And the worst-case scenario that was a legitimate scenario was that, yes, the, the, the flames were going to move in, and then you were just hoping they wouldn't engulf uh, the entire town. They would just be able to have limited damage. But they've been able to stop the flames from moving right into South Lake Tahoe. They're close. They're moving. They're in the direction. But, again, the winds shift today and the wind, winds calming today, more importantly, have really given, given firefighters a bit of a break. And, again, I cautioned earlier, these conditions which have changed in the favor of the firefighters today could change tomorrow against the firefighters. It's obviously very hard to predict. Indeed. Fingers crossed. Steve Futterman, thank you so much for the update. I appreciate it, Steve. Take care. Have a good day. You too, buddy. Uh, Janet joins us in Stone Mountain. I know where Stone Mountain is. Uh, Welcome to the show, Janet. How are you? Uh, It's pronounced Jeanette, but I'm fine, thank you. Oh, so how is that? Is that with uh, two T's and an E at the end? How does that work? Yes, it's Jean, Jeanette. Jeanette, but but I pronounce it Jeanette. That's acceptable, just as long as you don't call me Janet. Janet, uh, sorry. That, that's how Chuck spelled it, Janet, J-N. Anyway, Jeanette, Jeanette, uh, welcome to the show. How can I help you? Thank you. I was trying to call yesterday. Oh, belated happy birthday to Low T. Low T's birthday, 43 years young. How about that? Yeah. Um, I wanted to do the names, popular names, one name. Oh, the, uh, so who has first name fame here in Atlanta? Yes. 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 Um, this is an Odie, but goody. was a weatherman, Guy. Guy Sharp. Yes. Absolutely. Forever Guy. Did anyone name him? No. Well, you. I think you might be the first. Uh, I said Glenn, Glenn Burns. I think you say Glenn, everyone thinks of Glenn Burns. So, right. Uh, people, uh, you know, don't realize how important local weather people are, right? Whether uh, men and women in, in the local communities. Because they, you go to anywhere in the world, well, anywhere in the United States, and that people will tell you who the local weatherman is. What's funny is people think I do the weather. The local, the local uh, Chinese restaurant. They think you're Christina. No, that well, everyone thinks I do the weather. <laughs> everyone thinks I do the weather, and they they'll always ask me how's the weather. I'm like I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a traffic guy. Blah blah blah. And it's so much so that the New Dragon Chinese restaurant in Collier Road. I you know I've been there a million times, and they have my phone number. And instead of you know when I give them my phone number, I pull up in the computer. It doesn't say Mark Aram. It just says weatherman. <laughs> so, like, I, I went in the other day to pick up some food, and they're like, what's your name? I'm like, weatherman. And they're like, oh, yeah, here you go. Ed Fu Young. Yeah. Weatherman. That's how I'm in their system. Weatherman. I, I, I don't even do traffic anymore, so maybe people will stop thinking that uh, I'm the weatherman. I mean, I was flattered. I'd be like, yeah, I got my meteorological degree from uh, Longoria University in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Uh, Joy, Susan, Tina, hang tight. We'll get to your calls when we come back. Coming up at 6, you do not want to be away from your radio. Millennial Match Game with Young Jared. Coming up at 635, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB. 
Lattice News and Talk with Mark Aram. He's like this really nice, friendly, warm guy. Entertaining. I love his real life stories. Local. His music tastes are pretty spectacular. Plugged in. He's got it really rocking and rolling. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. WSB's Clark Howard is here every day, helping you keep more of your money. Brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. So Walmart, kind of, they were kind of halfway in before, but now they're all in. Full-timers and part-timers are eligible for free college tuition and books. This thing of free college, free ongoing education of various types kind of went away for a good while. And now more and more employers are offering it again. And I don't think there's any mystery about this. Employers don't offer a benefit like this out of the goodness of their hearts. They do it for business reasons. There is a direct benefit to them reducing turnover. Some of the degrees people will get, if they stay with Walmart, they'll be more valuable to the company. And Walmart will be in a position to promote them. It's the ultimate enlightened self-interest win-win kind of thing. Student loan debt in the United States sometime in the next year or two is going to hit $2 trillion collectively. That's $2 trillion that keeps people from getting married, keeps people from buying their first home, leaves people stuck in their lives because of their debt. You've heard me maybe in the past talk about how much I despise student loans. And at the same time, how much I love figuring out a way to go to college where you avoid those loans. Sponsored on WSB by Mark Spain Real Estate. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today. Go to MarkSpain.com. Joy joins us in Lawrenceville. Joy, you are on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, my friend? I'm well. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, I heard you say... I have to create, you want to create a song or a jingle for all of the months of the year and what days they have. Yes. And I have that song or jingle for you. All right. Do you need any music to sing it or are you going to do it a cappella? I'll just do it a cappella. All right. Here we go. This is uh, Joy teaching us what months have how many days in them. Go ahead, Joy. Okay. 30 days have September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31 besides February. You can't really dance to it, though. You know, I'm going to come. I, I understand. Uh, That's the classic I one. I sing it, but you got to create your own. 30 days of September, <laughs> April, June, and November. All the rest of 31. February. That's a little Lori Morgan-ish. I kind of like that. That's not Lori Morgan-ish. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah. was kind of nice. All right, so I, there is a classic, but it's time for an update to the classic. That's my homework over I'm the weekend. I'm expecting a full hip-hop version from you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Something you can dance to. Susan's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Susan. I'm going to sing the same song that Joy just did. Well, let's hear <laughs> Let's hear your version. We'll, we'll do 30 it. 30 like, days past September, April, June, and November. 31 has all the rest. That's not a singing. That was a that was a uh, recital of the of the Sure it was. Let's hear let, let, give me a little a little effort into that, Susan. 30 days have September, April, June, and, and November. November. That was kind of, <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of like uh beatnik poetry. What is that? Uh, what's the poet uh, slam poetry? Is that what it's called? Slam poetry. That wasn't very slam. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tina's in Auburn of all places. Hey Tina, what's going on? Not much. How are you, Mark? I am excellent. Well, what can I do for you? Well, I was going to give that same thing, but it was a, <laughs> to me it was a poem, but it's 
Yeah, it's see that's it's, it is a poem. You're right. You can I guess you can put music to a poem, but uh, I'm actually going to do a real song, multiple verses. Like that took that lady like 12 seconds to sing the whole song, and I'm going to do it to this beat, my favorite beat of all time. Beanie Siegel tells you what days of the month. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to keep this beat rolling with Millennial Match Game. It's coming up after news, weather, and traffic. And in 35 minutes, Johnny Kilboss is going to join us with a fast food review. Hang tight. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Welcome back to the program. It is 6.07-ish. On Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Coming up in 30 minutes, Johnny Kilbasa with a faster review. Any big breaking news, we'll jump right in and get you covered, whether it's news, weather, or traffic. Uh, coming up in 30 minutes, Johnny Kilbasa is going to fill your belly with a fast food review. But today is Wednesday. What do we do every Wednesday at 6.08 p.m., Longoria? Let's play Millennial Match Game. Yeah, quickly becoming our favorite in-house millennial. It's uh, young Jared, the millennial, from the WSB sales team. How are you, Jared? I'm good. I'm good tonight. You're, how long have you been at WSB? I have been here for almost a year. Oh, as almost it, a year. Yeah. For, not including your internship. Oh, yeah, the before three then. years including the And internship. how old are you? I am in my mid twenties apparently. Mid twenties. I'm twenty four. Twenty four. <laughs> and look how good he's. Look how well he's dressed, Longoria. Like yeah, when I was yeah. twenty four working here. Oh, I was. I've never dressed like yeah, that. Yeah, I've. I, to this day, Not I don't have. I don't have clothes years. as nice as that. Yeah. So. I thought he was doing picture day too. I get yeah. a lot of comments, even from the sellers, like, yeah. "Why are you wearing a tie?" Yeah, you look. <laughs> you look fantastic. Anyway, if you want to see what Jared, young Jared, looks like. He's in my Instagram story right now on Instagram, at Mark Aram. All right, today's uh, Millennial Match Game, as always, sponsored by our pals at Rocco's European Garage. It's a tough category, Jared. Deborah, Deborah went tough on you. This is, it depends on your, you know, you're from upstate New York. So this could yes. be in your royal house or it could not. Wrestler nicknames. Oh, not in your wheelhouse? Not in my wheelhouse. All right. You think about that <laughs> while we meet our contestants on the phone. Lee joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Lee, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, Mark. This is Lee, man. I work for a local cable company, and I love your show. and glad to be on here. Appreciate it. What kind of company was it, Lee? Uh, it's the local cable company. Cable company. Oh, all right. You're a very important man then, Lee. I appreciate you taking <laughs> your time out of the day. Cable goes out, nobody's happy. So uh, we, we appreciate exactly. what you do, Lee. Uh, you're going to be taking on Fred in Snellville. Fred, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, I, I'm uh, driving Uber, and actually I, I got one of those short songs for the month if you want to hear it. After Millennial Match Game. we got to take care of business first, Fred. No problem. Hey, do you ever get uh, passengers in Uber that are like, turn off the Mark Aram show? I don't want to hear this while you're driving around. Not an option. I mean, if you go into Walmart, you can't tell them to turn their station to another station. <laughs> yeah, I like that attitude. Thank you for listening, Fred. All right, so here's the deal. It's Wrestler Nickname Edition of Millennial Match Game. I'm going to give you a professional wrestler's name, and you have to guess whether or not the nickname and you have to guess whether or not uh, Millennial Jared knows the wrestler that had that nickname. It, it, so it's you don't need to know the answer, guys. You just have to guess whether Millennial Jared knows. For example, this one doesn't count. If I say uh, The Rock Jared, who's the, the wrestler that had the nickname of The Rock? Uh, Dwayne Johnson. That's right. Very that was going to be my guess for all of them. Yeah, well, now, now, now it's burned. Now all right. It's so there we go. It's going to be simple, guys. When in doubt, the millennial does not know. Uh, we'll start oh, with great. you, Lee. Uh, this famous wrestler's nickname was the eighth 
wonder of the world. The eighth wonder of the world. Will young no millennial way. Jared know what wrestler had that nickname? What do you think, Lee? No way. You say no way. I don't know. <sighs> A lot of pressure here, Jared. The eighth wonder of the world. What wrestler had that nickname? Um, there was a wrestler with like the name like Snake something. There right? was. That's this isn't that. This, this isn't is, that. That's another nickname. All right. Um, this guy, this wrestler, was also an actor. John Cena. John is it John Cena? Dever Green. Andre the Giant. The WWF dubbed him Andre the, the Giant. The He's in my favorite movie too. I exactly. Remember. I even give you a hint there. All right. Uh, Lee gets the point because young Jared did not know Andre the Giant. Shame on you. All right, uh, Fred, you're up, buddy. Uh, oh, he should know this one. Gosh darn it, he should know. Uh, this famous wrestler nickname is the Nature Boy. The Nature Boy. Will Millennial Jared know what wrestler had the nickname of the Nature Boy? Yeah, I think you will. I hope so. Jared, the nature boy. You know this one. Um. <laughs> oh, no. I don't even know wrestlers, Mark. Uh, um, the nature boy. The nature boy. I'm even going to give you his first name. Okay. Rick. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no. That, yeah, that's a solid no. Recognize this? I'm the nature boy. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Uh, wow. No. Wow. No. There's a lot of Southerners that are banging their their steering wheel right I, now. I mean, I'm not it's a gonna Southerner. Be a long so game. Yeah, it's gonna it it, it's all coming together. Chuck says it's going to be a long game. <laughs> all right. Uh, it is Lee's turn. Lee, this. Uh, wow. I mean, I don't even want to know on this one. This should, he should get this one. This famous wrestler's nickname is Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Will Millennial Jared know what wrestler had the nickname Stone Cold? He better know that one. I, I mean, he should have known Ric Flair, too. Stone Cold, Jared. That one's Steve Austin. I know that one. The fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. Good job. All right. End of round one of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? Lee 2, Fred Nil. Right. Oh, Fred's getting shut out. Our favorite Uber driver. we got to change that when we come back. Millennial Match Game continues on the Mark Aram Show, sponsored by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. Famous wrestler nicknames. Fred versus Lee. Fred, you're up. Uh, young millennial Jared Rosenberg in studio. Fantastically dressed individual. Um, he, I mean, uh, you're 24. He might not know this one. This famous wrestler nickname was The Hitman. The Hitman. What do you think, Fred? Will young Jared know who had the nickname of The Hitman? Nah, he won't know it. Jared, The Hitman. I want to say his first name was Jake. I'm, I'm guessing. It well, seems like a Jake. All right, his first name has four letters, but it's okay. not Jake. Okay. Um, the Hitman Paul. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Brett. I'll give you his first name. It's Brett. Brett. What's his last name? The Hitman Brett. Cena. <laughs> Deborah. The Hitman Brett Hart. Bret Hart, the Hitman. Bret Hart. Uh, All right. We, we found a chink in uh, Young Jared's armor. Man, Normally, it's wrestlers. He is amazing <laughs> at this game. All right, who's up, Deborah? It's Lee's turn. Lee, uh, uh, the, ooh, the Million Dollar Man. One of my favorites growing up. The Million Dollar Man. Will Young Jared know what wrestler had the nickname of the Million Dollar Man? No, I don't believe it. Jared, the Million Dollar Man. It is not Dave Cohen. I, I was going to say Donald Trump, but um, he was in, wasn't he on WWE yeah, at he did, some point? He did some professional wrestling. He did. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, 
A million dollar man. Uh, this is back when a million dollars was a lot of money. I mean, before, not that it is now, but time. yeah, <laughs> it's still a lot of money. Yes. But like in the eighties, it was like, Oh, I'll never, you know, anyway. Oh, uh, is, is it the His first uh, name's Ted? Ted? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> no idea. No idea. Yeah. No Ted, idea. Ted DiBiase. All you people Ted out DiBiase. there who aren't familiar with me, let me introduce myself. I'm Ted DiBiase. I'm the million dollar man. The million dollar man. So you're about man. to sell me a car? Like basically, <laughs> basically. All right, Deborah, it is Fred's turn. Fred, uh, man, rest in peace to this wrestler. I really hope Jared knows what wrestler had the nickname of the Macho Man. The Macho Man. What do you think? No, he won't know that. Yeah, I'm sad to say you won't know this. The Macho Man. Randy Savage. Oh, oh. oh power too sweet to be sour i'm funky like a monkey sky's the limit and space is the place thank you the macho man randy savage that's simply from slim jim right no i i didn't had a crush on him what how do you how do you know i just you just know the macho man yeah i know four wrestlers and randy savage is one of them i had i actually (laughs) took a picture of the macho man right there in the studio years ago yeah i'll tweet that out if i can find it hello ground all right so he actually knew that one all right it is lee's turn lee uh, this wrestler's nickname was the Heartbreak Kid. The Heartbreak Kid. Will Millennial Jared know what wrestler that is? No, probably not. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten this one, actually. The Heartbreak Kid. First name, Sean. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Burt Reynolds, but <laughs> I know that's wrong. Sean <laughs> Michaels. Oh. <laughs> Would you have gotten that one, Chuck? Chuck's, Chuck's gone. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Would you have known that one? Oh, yeah. 100%. I wouldn't know. I guess I'm I've too... I've known every one of them. I I'm got too... him to do the figure four leg lock on me. Really? Yeah. Do you know who invented the figure four leg Never. lock? Greg the Hammer Valentine. So if, if there's a nickname that comes up named the Hammer, it's Greg Valentine. Got it. All right, real quick. Who's up next, Deborah? Fred uh, Hot Rod. Hot Rod is this famous wrestler's nickname. Will Millennial Jared know the nickname of Hot Rod? Hmm. Just say no. Probably not. Yeah, just say no. Uh, Hot Rod. <laughs> Hot Rod. No idea. His first name is Roddy. Roddy. Roddy Hot Rod? It's not very creative. Yeah, the Hot Rod. Roddy. Aston. Let's get Rowdy for Hot Rod. Rowdy Piper. Hot Rod. Roddy Piper. All right, end of round Doesn't two. Round of men two of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah? Lee four, Fred two. All right, well... We, Fred can close the gap on this. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Young Jared in studio. It's Millennial Match Game on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. 618 Doug Turnbull and the Skycopter are flying over 85 North right now and no problems in the way. Just rugged stuff from 285 up to about the Ruin Road exit 102. Slightly improved at Swanee at 316. is getting a little better as you traverse and head toward Lawrenceville. Still a big jam on the south side. That'll be on 85 South at Fairburn, but now a new left lane crash. Henry County 75 South. Jonesboro Road exit 221. More on that in under six minutes. Mike Shields, Cool Rig, Evergreen Traffic Center. 
Earlier crash in Sandy Springs cleared out of the roadway, 400 northbound at I-285. Traffic moving just fine now, 400 southbound, seeing the usual volume from the Marta Station down to I-285. 75 northbound, just brake tactic brakes getting past Bear Parkway to Chastain Road and Kennesaw. 75 southbound, still seeing some volume, leaving 575, getting past Highway 575, or getting past Highway 5. 575 northbound, brake tactic brakes past Bellsbury Road into Woodstock. Triple Team Traffic, 95.5 WSB. News. WSB's top local story. Weather. Don't want you to be caught off guard if rain shower words move over your area. Traffic. Lifting off at the Cap Beach Tree Airport in the Skycopter. And Atlanta's most entertaining talk. It's Eric Von Hessler. Entertaining, honest. Independent thinker. It's Eric Erickson. Let's get into the news of the day. It's Mark Aram. My Atlanta radio show is just the no-stress talk you need to get you through Atlanta traffic. 95.5 WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk. Honey, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it? We're gonna make it! I just said We're gonna make it! <sighs> Fill your tank with Amico Ultimate with Invigorate and keep on moving. Amico Ultimate with Invigorate at BP and Amico Stations. When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP or Amico stations. That means more savings and more whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So treat yourself. It's on us. Visit bp.com slash save to learn more. At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide life-saving equipment to first responders across the country. Like our new Chicken Euro Sub. It's not your everyday Euro. Piled high with perfectly grilled sliced chicken breast, cool, crisp cucumber, and crumbled feta cheese on a warm, toasted sub roll with our zesty pepperoncini tzatziki spread. It's a -a one-of-a-kind burst of flavor that just keeps getting better with every bite. The new Chicken Euro Sub. Only from Firehouse Subs. Save time. Order on FirehouseSubs.com or on the app to have your subs boxed, bagged, and ready for pickup or delivery. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time offer. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs and Firehouse Subs suppliers will together donate a minimum of $1 million in 2021 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.12% of every purchase. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-926-0155. 800-926-0155. 800-926-0155. Optima Tax Relief. Oh, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com radio, like where this ad plays. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Yeah. Who 
true. 82% of you will also know that I um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Yes, radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. The golden rule. Maybe it sounds a little old-fashioned, but it never goes out of style. Wouldn't it be great if everybody lived by it? My experts at Finley Roofing do. Home Fix It show host Dave Baker here. Home improvement horror stories are common. So when it comes to your roof, don't settle. Think of Finley first. The roof roof, guys. Finley practices the golden rule and will treat your home like it's their own. Go with the guys that took care of me. They'll treat you right, too. Schedule your free roof analysis today. Roofroof.com. 24, 624, the Skycopter. Let's look at some better news. Downtown, it is staying slow, but no lanes are blocked on the connector north or south. Just rugged stuff. It's still between Buckhead and the airport. I Welcome back to Millennial Match Game on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Famous wrestler nickname edition, uh, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score, Deborah Green, and who is up? All right, Lee in the lead with four. Fred trailing at two, and it's Lee's turn. Lee, here we go for the win. This famous res- wrestler nickname was The Brain. The Brain. Will Millennial Jared know what wrestler had the nickname of The Brain? Well, personally, I'm not even sure myself, so I have no way. Yeah, you'll say no. Uh, the Brain, Jared. Hulk Hogan. Oh, good guess. That's an actual wrestler, but it was not Hulk Hogan. The Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan. I think he passed recently. Rest in peace to Bobby the Brain. All right, yeah, it is Fred's turn. Fred, uh, no pressure on you. There's a lot of pressure on Jared for this one. The American Dream. The American Dream. Will Millennial Jared know what wrestler had the nickname of The American Dream? I would say no. Sadly, I think you're right. I think you should know this, Jared. This is a really popular wrestler down here in the South. The American Dream was? Ancients, they're also a country singer. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Brett Eldridge. The American Dream, (laughs) Brett Eldridge, no. Here's the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. And Dusty, your fans welcome you back. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty's a solid name. It is a solid, yeah. Yeah, way to deflect. Uh, All right, that's the end of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? Final score, Lee with five, Fred with three. All right, uh, big win for Lee. Fred got shut out. Uh, We don't have nifty gifties. But if you guys want... Um, I'm going to put you on hold. You will get an autographed first edition of the 2021 Mark Aram Show Christmas card. If, if you want it, it's yours. If not, no harm, no foul. I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, great job, Lee and Fred. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. All right, buddy. Uh, I'm going to put these guys on hold if I can figure out how to do that. Jared, what do you want to plug, buddy? Uh, follow me on Instagram, especially if you're interested in advertising. Jared Rosenberg ATL and Mark posted me on his story. Yeah, you're my story. And I just posted a picture of me and uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, perfect. On uh, perfect. Instagram as well. One of those is going to be a bigger hit than the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you dress better than the Macho Man in the picture. I, I do have a that. shark tie on. There you so. go. You did a great job, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Chris Chandler standing by with news, weather, and traffic. Then Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. From parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa in the ever-so-popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? 
I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Happy birthday, Chuck. Mark, I've always had an idea that I would like to do my own style of hibachi, but instead of the Asian cuisine, I'd like to walk in there with like a big pile of cheeseburgers and chicken wings and all that yeah. kind of pizza and just griddle it right in front of everybody. Toss some pepperonis around, make a little uh, hamburger volcano. We'll, we'll work on it, see what we can I'm do. I'm down with that. The, the, you know, the meme out there that said uh, Waffle House is Southern hibachi. Right, you go in there and they're doing it. Johnny and I used, to, I believe, we used to go to that hibachi joint on North Druid together a couple times. We Remember did, that? We did, and our friends were roller skating around there one oh, day. Yeah, Surprisingly, right. they didn't kick us out. Our because friends, <laughs> they worked at the Cheetah. Yeah, they were, they were, they were ladies from the Cheetah. Um, what, what's, uh, you know, if if Johnny, I mean, I should remember, but it's been so long. Johnny yeah. K goes to a hibachi joint. What is Johnny K ordering? I get a little bit of everything, yeah. a little bit of the, this, a little bit of that, and I, and all the sauces. I'm dipping everything oh, in yeah, every sauce, and I love the onion volcano. That's my favorite thing, mm -hmm. and the uh, the old bowls in the hat trick. I've been trying the bowls in the hat trick for years, and I always just end up giving myself a concussion. That's fine. Uh, Nakado, little plug for Nakado on Cheshire Bridge has a very good. Uh, uh, hibachi going anyway you're not talking about hibachi you're talking about fast food what's on the menu tonight buddy happy labor day weekend everybody as i'm sure most of your listeners are out there celebrating organized labor this weekend wendy's has been putting in the labor because they've got something huge coming out just for all the hard laboring americans out there mark big bacon cheddar cheeseburger big bacon cheddar chicken so we've got big we've got bacon we've got cheddar we've got everything rolled into one and mark there's probably three different things that will be news items in the fast food review on their own they're throwing them all in the same burger mark we've got bacon jam i know you love that stuff mm. you've got your regular american cheese okay. you've got bacon you've got the onion straws and now they're putting cheddar dip on top of it so now, like that I, I know cheddar cheese sauce kind of thing no, this isn't Ooh. the cheddar cheese sauce. Ooh. This is like a chip dip that, you know, you have a party and everybody leaves late at night and you're drunk and you make yourself a sandwich and you just take a big spoonful of that dip yeah. and just throw it on top of your sandwich. That's what they did. So it's it's more, it's not a cheddar cheese sauce like a nacho cheese sauce. It's more like a chip dip. So you got that on top of the onions, on top of the bacon, on top of the cheddar, on top of the American, on top of the patties. They also have the chicken version. Of course, all three chickens you can get you can get the regular crispy <laughs> chicken you can get the grilled chicken you can get the spicy, spicy chicken, yeah and they got it all there and on top of it all they've got a cheddar crispy bun so they threw some cheddar cheese on top of the bun and Damn. baked that right in now normally that's not something if cheddar isn't if cheese isn't melted if it's just kind of stuck onto a bun i'm yeah. not really impressed but this kind of just rounds everything out it's just everything you can possibly want in one burger and or chicken sandwich. I'll tell you what, Wendy's makes a really good burger. I they mean, I have do. never gotten a burger at Wendy's and was like, oh, that that was subpar. The yeah. Dave's double no onions combo. Mm. That's a that fresh never frozen. I mean, I get so and square. Uh, yeah, square uh, square burger. Uh, so I, I'm down. I'm down with it. I don't know why I, I wouldn't get it with the chicken longoria. Right, get the bacon cheese cheddar yeah, on the burger. I think it goes Not for people that don't, don't want to eat red. Meat. Yeah, like Deborah during Lent. Yeah, um, you can get the chicken version, <laughs> right. but uh, I'm sure she's to me, that, during Lent. that combo sounds like it goes best with a burger as opposed to uh, a chicken sammy. Yeah, and it's also going to go best with a nap because you're not doing anything after you finish one or two of these big daddies, big daddy. This isn't fast food related, Johnny, but have you ever heard of insomnia cookies? 
Mm, I can't say that I have. There, there's one down near Georgia Tech, and they, they cater to college kids, but also fat guys like me can order them on Uber Eats. Delicious cookies, and they deliver them to your door, and they're warm and everything. Um, they've got a new everything bagel cookie. Mm. Um, poppy seeds, onion. I, I, I just, I, to me, that's sacrilegious for a cookie, right? I mean, I have no problem it's, with everything seasoning on a bagel, but a cookie, it just... I don't want caraway seeds in a freaking cookie, right? <laughs> yeah, I've never used uh, onions and cookies yeah. in the same sentence. So that I mean, you got to be really high. <laughs> Most people are high anyway, ordering from Insomnia yeah, yeah, cookies. Yeah, yeah. But you got to be really zooted to order it with everything bagel seasoning. Johnny K, appreciate you as always, and if the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. At thirty podcasts in thirty days is starting tonight on the Sausage Hut podcast on any pod app or JohnnyKobasa.com. Ooh, I like that sound effect. Uh, yeah, all things available on JohnnyKobasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. We'll be right back. This is Atlanta's <laughs> News and Talk with Mark Aram. That's fantastic. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I like it. I like what I hear. He keeps me entertained on my ride home. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. And earlier, yes, my favorite. Name. And I just wanted to tell you that I met him in a hotel at uh, in New York girlfriend's uh weekend out and I they were upstairs getting dressed and I went down to the bar to have a glass of wine and I sat down at the bar and Andre the Giant sat down right next to me. He was so nice. He was so personable. Also John McEnroe was sitting at a table in the bar. Oh my he goodness. Wouldn't, he wouldn't sit with sit the um Oh, I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, they've got a, a hotel. Waldorf is, a Waldorf story. Oh, I've gone to the bathroom there. When I was a kid in New York City, <laughs> when, and you know, like walking around New York City, I'm a kid. i got to go to the bathroom. My parents would, right. would take me to the Waldorf Astoria to go to the fancy uh-huh. bathroom. It was great. Yeah, but well, uh, that's unbelievable. You met Andre well, the Giant. He was so nice. He was um, filming the, uh, what is the name of that movie? The, the Princess something. Princess Bride. Yes, yeah. yes, he was filming The Princess Bride. It's been years ago. He was so large. His hands were huge. His, his whole body, he took up like two seats. But he was so personable. He asked me what I was doing there. He said, so the girls are getting dressed to go out. And I said, yes. He said, where are you going? We were going to a play. He gave us some, some suggestions on where to eat. I mean, he was so nice. McEnroe wouldn't speak to anybody. Well, he's kind of, you know, he he was known for that attitude. Did did uh, Andre the Giant say, anybody want a peanut? No. No, he, he didn't, didn't say that. There's a great documentary on, I don't know if, Chuck, have you seen the documentary on Andre the Giant? Uh, is there a recent? I mean, I've seen a bunch. Yeah, it's it's fairly. It's one? in the last couple of years. It's it's uh it's great. What a what a unique character he was. Um, he was so nice. Yeah. I can't even tell you. He was not. Um, you know, I thought, well, I'll just say a few things to him. And, you know, but he just kept talking. He just was so nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what a great! I I never uh, never met him or saw him in person, but uh, yeah, certainly you know, he, the eighth, eighth, He was the eighth wonder of the world, Irene. The eighth well, wonder of the world. Well, he is. I yeah. mean, he really was, and he died not too long after that. Yeah. He, well, I mean, anyone anyone that size, right? The the tallest man in the United States died the other day. Seven foot eight and a half at thirty nine. Yeah, they don't have a long life no. expectancy. Sanjay's going to live to be 120. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sanjay's got... Oh, no I got some good notice. news. I don't know how much uh, traveling you're doing, um, but this is this is big news. I don't, I don't know how big news it is. I'm, it's I'm, news. It's news. 
uh, food uh, meals coming back to airlines. Really? Yes, finally. Uh, and, and, you know, most flights don't have food service anymore, but some of the longer ones, like when I went to, when I flew to Japan with Maya, it's such a long flight. It was like nine meals, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so that's good. That Things are coming back. Uh, meals coming back to airlines. All right, let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Uh, I'm, I'm only giving one today uh, to Tom Regan. Tom Regan joined us. Oh, no, I'm going to give two. Jesse Brooks gets one, too. He took all our pictures today for picture day. So Tom Regan gets one, and Jesse Brooks, the uh, videographer, slash photographer, slash all-around good dude at WSB Radio. Uh, tomorrow, Deborah, we have, uh, speaking of Sanjay, would you rather a little Sanjay? I don't remember what day it is. Uh, <laughs> we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB. Have a safe Wednesday, Atlanta. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Said he's going back. To a simpler place and time. Guests of the Mark Garam Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Sweet Jesus Pickles.